Hey, Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHayes.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine in, carry out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And welcome into Tiger Talk. This is Gerard Welbrock. I'll be joined by Fort A. State head football coach Chris Brown. We are live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. And uh, the site for Tiger Talk will be here for the next hour talking Fort Hayes State football. They're coming off a tough one this Saturday night, their homecoming game with Washburn on the road at Central Missouri coming up this Saturday afternoon down in Edmond. Again, Tiger Talk presented by Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes at the corner of, of um, 8th and Main. Um, stop on by. They've got a great selection of barbecue. In fact, the best barbecue in town. Own specialty dry rub. Choice of different sauces, regardless of your flavor. Maybe KC, Texas, Carolina. They've got it all. And if you can't stop on by, maybe you're going to have a little tailgate before the big Chiefs Monday night game with the Raiders tonight. Get a hold of Big Smoke Barbecue. You can get it to go. BigSmokeHaze.com. You can place your order there at Big Smoke Barbecue, corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. And, again, we appreciate them hosting Tiger Talk this season. They've been phenomenal hosts, and we're always glad to be here. Boy, you walk in the door and smell that barbecue. It's hard to uh, not uh, partake in something because it's a, a great uh, great menu item. Or if you just want some of those old-fashioned treats there at the old soda shop location, they've got the soda fountain drinks, they've got the ice cream treats. So stop on by. Something for everybody here at Big Smoke Barbecue. You can participate in the program. Uh, send us your question. We've had a couple of sent in this week. We'll get to those a little bit later on. <laughs> All you have to do is go to the Fort A. State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com, and uh, look for fans on the top, the menu bar. You'll get a drop-down. Out of the very bottom there, you'll see Ask the Coach. Submit your question. If we use your question, you'll be in the running for a $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue. So be sure to chime in with a question for head coach Chris Brown, something just burning that you wanted to ask him. You could do that by uh, participating with the Ask the Coach and a chance to win some free food. We're going to bring in the coach now. Chris Brown of the Tigers, and um, 
Needless to say, it wasn't a fun night on Saturday. Big crowd for homecoming, beautiful weather. And if it could go wrong, it seemed like it did early on and just too big of a hole for your guys to overcome. Yeah, it was. I, I want to thank Big Smoke Barbecue as well. It's been a, they've been amazing to us. I mean, it's been awesome. Um, the food is amazing. Oh, man, the though? sides are even good. I mean, everything <laughs> about this place is, is is amazing. And I tell my kids about it all the time. So go to Big Smoke Barbecue there on 8th and Main. It's, it, it, it is tremendous. Um, but, yeah, things didn't go the way we wanted. You know, I really thought after the week of practice that we had, you know, the way guys practice, their enthusiasm, their excitement, um, their ability to lock in, you know, after – you know, having those having four losses and, you know, just being able to recover from that and the excitement they had before the game and the energy in the locker room. You know, I really thought we were going to come out and perform really well with it being homecoming as well with a big, I mean, a tremendous crowd. You can't ask for a better crowd than what we had, you know, on Saturday. And uh, we just didn't perform. And I know a couple of things early, you know, we did, didn't do well on offense. And then all of a sudden, we, you know, give up a touchdown and then punt and then or get the punt blocked and, it's 14-0 really quick, and you can just kind of sit in our guys' face. And as a coach, you try to do everything you can to keep those guys up. Hey, there's a lot of ball game left, and, uh, you know, it, it just nothing really went our way on Saturday. Yeah, and and it was kind of, in some ways, the collision of a perfect storm because Washburn, when you look at the stats and really watch them this year, offensively, as good as anybody in the MIAA, and there's some good offense, but when they're clicking – I mean, they, they, they had the number one total offense, number two passing offense in the conference, one of the tops in the nation. And then we're coming off the loss to Emporia, in which they really struggled offensively. So you knew they'd be locked in and, and ready to go, and it was kind of the, the perfect storm in the sense that they were really good offensively. And then you add in the special teams breakdown with the block punt, and that made it really difficult. Yeah, it really did. You look at the last two weeks, I mean, we, you know, against UNK, we shut down their number one guy, TJ Davis. We did a really good job. And then offensively, you know, we we did a good job of holding them in in wraps as well. Just everybody else was making plays, but it was. It was just, you know, one thing fell apart to another thing falling apart. Uh, Turnovers, you know, kill us again. Um, being backed up, giving them short fields, you know, to go score on as well, and just not really getting anything going offensively, whether it was a running game or the pass game. I mean, that just sets you up for failure. So I know we just got to get back to these guys, get back to the drawing board and see what these guys are able to do and uh, try to keep them motivated. I mean, because there's still five games left in this season and, and see what can happen. But, yeah, we just kind of fell apart on Saturday, and, you know, i got to find ways to keep these kids motivated, excited, and uh, to keep fighting all four quarters because you never know. I mean, you're down 14. You can always come. We've come back from many games, you know, down 14, you know, since I've been here and, and won those ball games. We got to find a way to win and and quit trying to find a way to lose in ball games. And just you could sense that it's been kind of a, an ongoing theme, handling adversity. And it seems like for whatever reason, this group has struggled with that. A few things start to go against them, hard for them to 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 just to, as you said, kind of stay focused and keep playing and move on to that next play mentality. That's been a problem. We've seen it this year, and certainly showed that again on Saturday. Yeah, it was. You know, it's you know we've. You know, you talk about one play at a time, and that's it. Whether you make a great play, uh, whether you make a bad play, you got to move on to the next one because that play is over. It doesn't matter anymore. And, uh, you know, keep grinding and keep fighting and keep battling keep believing in one another, keep having faith and, uh, you know, just fight and compete and, and, and play with heart and play with emotion and, you know, play with a chip on your shoulder. And right now we're not getting that out of this team right now. I'm sure, obviously, you're, you're trying to figure out if you knew the answer, you you, you would, would try to, to alleviate it. But um, it, it is a, a bit surprising, especially, you know, these kids play played football a lot of their life. To I mean, 
It's funny how one play can create momentum back, and, and as you said, uh, it's that next play mentality, and they, they, they've been through that before, but, boy, for whatever reason, um, it just, just hasn't held so far. No, it hasn't, and, you know, we do make some great plays. It's just where we are not sustaining those drives and, you know, defensively, you know, I mean, sometimes just giving up, a you know, an easy first down, and uh, it's just consistency. You know, we don't – right now we're playing consistently bad, and we're not playing consistently good, and uh, those are the things that we've got to get changed. We just – no, we got to be focused for four quarters and focused, you know, one play at a time. And right now, I just feel like we're not getting that with some of these young men. And sometimes, just the, the way they're playing, the things that they're doing on the field is like, and that's not who you are in practice. I mean, so why are you completely changing, you know, on game day? And you know, you put all this work in through the entire week uh, to get to this point, and uh, and then you don't do the things we ask you to do in the game. It's like it just it doesn't make any sense to us. I mean, this is the time to really showcase your skills on the field and the things that you can do and. You know, because there are some really good football players out there. And uh, and even though we're down quite a few with injuries and things like that, I still think the guys that we have in place, you know, can get the job done and and make the plays that we need to win ball games. we just got to find a way to hopefully continue to motivate these young men and and get them ready. And, uh, you know, I don't know how to do the adversity part of it right now. And uh, when things go bad and then being able to fight through it, um, if I did, I could probably be a millionaire by writing a book and figuring those things out. But, no, I don't know. We just – I want to keep being positive, and uh, when I need to get on to him, I want to get on to him. Big plays, obviously, a problem, especially early on, because you look at that first uh, possession. I think they got 13 yards on the first play, and then you, you kind of got them in a position. They were third and 10 uh, near midfield, but you felt like the defense had maybe taken a hold after kind of adjusting to their passing game and then just got burned deep, and that was really set the tone for the Ichabods. Yeah, even in that play, you know, um, we're in position to make the play. We just gotta, you just gotta finish the play. I mean, the, he just won the ball more than we did, and he went up and got it, and we didn't rake the hands and get the ball out. So, even there, we're there. We're in good shape. Uh, we just gotta go make the play and, and not let him. What, uh, you had a chance to, to watch the film. What happened on the block punch? Did a, a breakdown in coverage, or was it a great play by Washburn? Uh, just a few. They had a little bit different adjustment. Um, I'm sure Coach Dudley's worked on it in practice. And, you know, just a guy off the edge that we didn't seal up. And, you know, we kind of let a guy go pretty easy up front, you know, with, with our front line that added more pressure to our back wall to get there. And uh, this, to me, the snap was a little bit, you know, to the right, which pulled, pulls your punter around. He's not able to get behind the wall like he's supposed to. So that's what happens, you know, let a guy loose up front. Makes it hard on the back wall, snap the ball a little bit too far to the right. Now he can't stay behind the wall. Guy cut the edge pretty quick and, and blocked the punt. Tigers fall to the Ichabods on Saturday, 45-14. to 14. It is the worst home loss to Washburn uh, in program history. And we were talking before, it's been a while since Four Day State's been a part of one of these. Uh, the last time they lost by 30 or more, they lost by 31 at Missouri Western in 2013 and had a 38-point loss at Northwest Missouri State in 2012. So it's uh, been a while since uh, you've been, uh, the, the program's been a part of one of these these games like that. And I don't know, sometimes what's worse, you, you lose a heartbreaker that's close or, or you get blown out. Either way, it, it's a loss in, in the loss column. But as you kind of alluded to, just trying to trying to, to find things to, to get this ship righted in, in, and finish this year strong, I'm sure, just to build a little bit of momentum into that offseason. Yeah, we, well, I hope so. And I think I'd rather lose a heartbreaker than anything <laughs> yeah. else. You know, getting just totally de- 
beat up, you know, in a game that you thought you had a you know, good chance of going in. If you do things well, you know, you have a good chance to win those games. But I think that's in every game that we played right now. I feel like we have, you know, the guys in place, you know, besides the ones that are injured, but even the guys stepping in, that they can go in and make the plays needed to win these ball games. And, you know, we're just not finding ways to get it done. But, you know, I hate these losses. Um, it's, it's driving me crazy. I'm trying to do everything I can to figure it out. You know, we keep telling each other to look in the mirror and, you know, what can we do better as coaches? So I've done that the last, you know, five <laughs> weeks and trying to figure out, okay, what else can I do? And really some of it comes down to the kids and then really making a difference in the way they do things and, and how important this is, is this game really to you and, and, and do you care enough? And it's about heart and it's about commitment and it's about, you know, having the fire and the will and the drive to, to fight through this adversity that we fought through right now because life is going to be hard. And, uh, you know, this game right here is really preparing you for life. So let's turn this thing around and get going the right direction and, and, and let's start winning some ball games. Tigers fall to the Ichabods. They'll be at Central Oklahoma uh, this Saturday. We'll talk more about the Broncos, who are having a good season under Coach Adam Doro. We'll do that a little bit later on in the program. Again, you can submit your question. Go to FHSUAthletics.com. Over on the fans section, you get a drop-down menu at the very bottom. You'll see Ask the Coach. And if we use your question, you'll have a chance for a $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue. We'll take a break. Back with more from Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. If you take electric or natural gas service from Midwest Energy, you're a co-op member. Midwest Energy is holding its annual meeting of members on Monday, October 17th at 10 a.m. at Fort Hayes State University's Robbins Center. Join us for a short meeting and maybe win one of several great door prizes. Again, that's the Midwest Energy annual meeting, Monday, October 17th, 10 a.m. at FHSU's Robbins Center. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Combos, specialties, quesadillas, nachos, enchiladas, tacos, kids' meals, burritos, sweets, sancho salads, and side orders. Plenty of stuff for you to take advantage of at the taco shop. You can also pick from this month's specials. The pork quesadilla, $4.19, Sanchez, $3.79, and the chicken soft taco, $1.99. The taco shop, 333 West 8th Street, or order through the app. Come on down to the taco shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Go to the taco shop. Your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes, has just what you need for the fall season. Napa Concentrate full-strength antifreeze coolant starting at $13.49 per gallon. Master Plug 50-foot cord reel, $39.99. Napa Night Vision headlamps, singles, save $10 when you buy two. And keep your diesel fuel from gelling with Power Service Diesel Fuel Deicer, $9.99. Shop and save at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa know-how, Napa know-how. Dawson straight drop back. He has time. Looking for Kreitzer. He has it. First down, Tigers inside the 20. Steps out of bounds at the 17-yard line. It's a first and 10. Clark knocked him out of bounds on a completion of 22 yards. And for the first time tonight, Fort A. State inside the farm implement and supply red zone. 
Yeah, some of the action from Saturday night. Homecoming for the Tigers against Washburn. Tiger Talk brought to you by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis wants to get to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. Again, we're live at Big Smoke Barbecue at the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. If you can't come in, you can always uh, order to go. Go online, bigsmokehaze.com uh, for carryout or delivery from Big Smoke Barbecue, the new home for Tiger Talk. Uh, Kreitzer with a big catch there. That was after they botched an extra point, a boy, or a field goal attempt, and you felt maybe the tide had turned. Um, you were down 21 to nothing. They botched the, the field goal. You're able to go down and take advantage of it and score, and you're going to get the ball to start the third quarter. So you felt that was your opportunity to get back into the football game. But, and then you even forced him to punt after the touchdown. But, boy, offensively, it was just a struggle to get anything going really most of the night. It was. You know, but, you know, when you, you know, how do I say this? Chrysler, he's a tremendous football. He's very coachable. He listens. He does the things we ask him to do. Uh, Manny's kind of the same way. You know, everything you're trying to coach these, these young men to do, they do it and they get in the right spots and, and do their job. We just get everybody, you know, being coachable. And doing what we ask, you know, good things were happening. And, uh, you know, Treasure, that was a heck of a play by that young man. And then even the, the stutter and go, you know, and, and, and I mean, and he's not the fastest guy in the world, but it was just us telling him, hey, give this guy a double move, give vertical and, and go win. And, you know, he listens to us. He practices hard every single day. Um, he's taking care of his body in the training room. Um, he doesn't miss a weight session. He doesn't miss a meeting. And the kid never makes an excuse for anything. You know, if something happens, he takes true fault. You know, hey, that was my fault and, and takes true ownership in it. And uh, we just got to get more guys like that. But, I mean, he's really come along. You know, he sat out for two years and really wanted to do this again and came back. And, you know, he has worked his tail off to get to where he is right now. And, you know, when he started on our depth chart, he was number three. Uh, but he worked himself up to be our number one guy, and uh, you know, we're going to go to him because we know we know exactly what we're going to get day in and day out. Well, he had a great day. Three catches, 72 yards, his best day as a Tiger. Had another one in the set up another score uh, late in the ball game. Talk about that. I mean, he was on the roster, didn't play. And I remember going to fall camp and trying to who. Kreitzer going over, well, wasn't he on the team? And then he realized, yeah, he had, he had taken a few years off. How did that go down and, and getting him back? And just talk about the challenges in that and, and taking time off like that and to come back and then to play at a pretty high level like he's done so far. It's hard, you know, but he's he's a young man. That, you know, even though he was taking his time, I mean, just I think just school at first kind of wasn't for him. And then he realized, you know, I need to go back to school, get my degree and, and take care of business and, and do what I need to get done, and, and he did it. But there's still times in there he was still kind of working out. You see him on the field doing a few things here and there. But, you know, when he really decided that he wanted to do this, he was going to be all in. He was going to work his tail off. And, uh, you know, kids like that, I know they're going to work hard and give everything that they got. I'm always welcome, you know, wanting to welcome them back to our team. But, you know, some of them are the other way, you know, and, and you don't want those guys back on your team. But he's one for sure that I knew I would get everything out of. Um, I knew he was going to be all in once he did this, and uh, and you're seeing that right now with the things that he's doing. Got a pretty good role model in, a, in, a, in an older brother who kind of same thing. I mean, when, you, when 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 Hayden took the field, he wasn't going to be the best defensive player 
ever to put on a four-day state uniform, but then you look at what he, he just got better every year and had a really, really good four-day state career. Yeah, it, was, it was their work ethic, you know, and their commitment and, and their willingness to do whatever it takes to win ball games. And, uh, you know, Hayden and Connor are, are identical. I mean, they, they want to win, they want to compete, and they want to battle, you know, all the time. And, uh, you know what you're going to get when with those two. Um, you know, there's some things that they can do really well, and there's some things that you know you don't want, don't want them to do because just it's not there. But we're going to give them everything that we possibly think can make them successful, and they know what they can do that to make them successful. And you know, both of them were, were are great football players for us. You know, Hayden was a great one for us, and then, and now Colin's going to be the same way. You know, we're going to keep counting on him, and you know, hopefully we can get him back one more year because he does have that option to come back, and uh, I hope we do. Well, hopefully, I mean, because I think you can really see the progress he's made and, and set himself up for a great senior campaign. And it's nice to see kids like that uh, get rewarded with a big game. They put in the hard work, and, and their number was called, and they're able to take advantage of it. And, and even though I'm sure if you asked him, he would rather he would have given up the catches and the yards and all that for a win. But uh, for, on a personal and individual basis, it's nice to see those guys get rewarded with big games. Yeah, it is. And he's, you know, he is a selfless player. It's, it's not about him. And uh, you know, if we're going to ask him to block 100 times in a game, he's going to go do that. And, uh, hey, we're not going to have this any, any pass plays for you today. All right, I'm fine with that. As long as I'm on the field, I'm doing whatever I can, you know, to help this team win. You know, I'm going to do it. And those are the more kids that we need, more selfless kids. That it's not about, you know, because sometimes kids just don't play hard when the ball when it's not going to be called for them, and they just kind of go through the motions. But he's one that no matter what the play, the situation, he knows he has a role on the field when those 11 guys are out there, and he's going to do his part. You know, it's interesting. It's kind of thinking about this since the the game. And, and Colin's kind of a throwback, but you look at the receiving core in years past, and I bet you it was multiple times a game, the opponents, you could see the frustration and maybe some shoving after the play because of the way they blocked downfield all the time. And it seems like an area that just maybe hasn't been there with, with this group here the last couple of years, like it's been in the past. Very physical receivers. Colin seems like maybe a throwback to some of those you've had in the past. Yeah, he is. You know, he loves to get in there and get scrappy, and he just kind of has that little – he plays with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, you know, which is good. But you, know, you can see that across the board with the whole team right now. We don't have that physical presence that we used to have. When we stepped on the field, people knew – they were playing the Fort Hay State Tigers, and now it's, you know, we don't have people just totally dominating, you know, the line of scrimmage or the, or the field of play or, or wherever it might be on the edge of blocking or, you know, even even tight ends and, and those things. And just even linebackers running through tackles and safeties and corners running through tackles. And, you know, we're just not given that physical presence that we're so accustomed to, you know, since I've been here and how we played the game. So I got to find a way to somehow get that back and, uh, you know, it's kind of hard through through the season to actually go live in practice because you got to have guys healthy, and and right now we're not very <laughs> yeah. healthy. Um, I was sitting there with Nate today, and I think there's like 20 guys right now that you know we're talking about spring fall um, that have you know season-ending injuries, and that's that's a lot of guys, especially guys you're counting on playing for you. That's crazy, yeah. And there was uh, several of them out again, several key ones. I can't remember a year with with the injury bug like this, and and. Uh, you know, and I know them with the weight program and everything they do. It's you know you try to make as much prevention as you can, but uh, this this has been above and beyond. And it, you've always had injuries, but by and large, you've been you scathed through it okay. I think you're maybe paying the price for all that. This is crazy. I've never seen anything this many starters. I think you figured up 
of the 22 starting positions going into Saturday night, 16 have had what was penciled in as the week one starter. Um, missed time, some multiple games, but the starter going into the year has either been done for the year with injury or has missed at least a start because of injury. Yeah, it is. It's it's completely nuts. I mean, I'm, we're not used to that. And, then, you know, as a coach, I always keep going back and, like I said, looking in the mirror and looking at different things. Okay, what have I done to, to cause any of these things? But I think every good coach does that and strength mm-hmm. coach and, and, and trainer, you know, and I've been getting with Nate and I've been getting with Coach Boucher and trigger and trying to figure out, okay, what is causing these things to happen? And some of them are just freak things, you know, and there's some things you can't do anything about, especially when they're season ending, but, you know, some of the hamstring stuff or just minor little things, you know, sprains and, and pulls and things like that, or is there something that we can do to help control some of those things? But you go back and, you know, 17, we didn't have those. 18, we didn't have those. You know, 19, and you're just going, okay, what is it that's that's causing this right now? And and we don't know. Maybe it's just one of those years that it's just happening, and uh, maybe I'm not living right, but I try to do as much as I possibly can. I mean, I'm always in the Bible. I'm always praying go to church, you know, and listen. And, oh, it's just sometimes these things just happen, and you don't know why, and uh, maybe it's just to try to get some of these younger guys prepared. You know, for the future, and uh, you know, get them ready for the what, what's coming about to happen these next few years. You kind of touched on it in your post game interview uh, after the game with Dustin about. I mean, one because of all the injuries you've been forced to. But uh, what time do you start maybe sneaking a few more of these young guys in? Because obviously their roles are going to increase next year. Some of them will become starters with with the with with graduation. Uh, I'm sure that's got to be in the mix here down the stretch of the year. It is, you know, five games left. Um, we got to find a way to get these kids ready, you know. So, you know, we'll, we'll put the guys that we normally start out there. But if they're not getting the job done, then we might as well go with, with these young guys and get them ready for the next year. So, you know, you'll, you're probably going to see quite a bit of it start happening now if these, some of these guys don't step up playing to, to their potential and where we think they should be at. I'd ask you an update on some of the injuries, but we only have about 35 minutes left in the program. We may not get through it in time, uh, but maybe uh, Chance Fuller. Obviously, a lot of folks want to know about him as Jack Dawson made his fourth start on Saturday. Um, uh, an update on, on his injury. I know he, he got hurt late in the Carney game and, and didn't come back. Uh, is it uh, season ending for him? You got a chance to come back? Do you know yet? He's got a chance. Um, it's all, you know, he's going to the doctor and another <laughs> doctor this week and uh, to, to kind of get another opinion on on where he's at and, and, and how how far away it's going to be so I think you know knowing Chance and who he is and you know the way he's going to rehabilitate and, and get himself ready you know you, hopefully now nah, I'm knocking on wood I think we'll get him back you know here here pretty soon but uh you know those things Bucky should be back in another week or so you. you know so you know uh, you know so hopefully we start getting some of these pieces to the puzzle back but there's still not enough of them, but I still feel like I still got confidence in these young kids when they step on the field. I know what I'm going to get. I know they're going to play hard. I know they're going to try to be as physical as they possibly can be. But when you're putting 18-year-olds against 22, 23-year-old men, it's just like a freshman in high school playing against a senior. Sometimes it's just not fair, but we're going to battle the scrap and get those guys ready. In some regards, it almost feels like your first couple of years at Fort Hay State when you were trying to uh, establish the program in the MIAA. You had to play a lot of younger kids. Um, it, it's kind of strange, but it kind of has that feel in a way. Is that almost a way you approach this a little bit as kind of a rebuild? Yeah, I guess. I didn't really want to 
get to this point, you know, in my career as coaching here, and it's it's kind of frustrating as a coach because I thought we had some pieces to the, you know, had everything kind of in place, but. You know, you bring guys in, and sometimes they just don't pan out and do the things that you thought they were going to do, and, uh, you know, it hurts your team. So right now you kind of look at, okay, we got a lot of young kids that we think are going to have a lot of potential to play for us, you know, next year. And, uh, you know, as starters, they're not quite ready yet, but we need to get them ready and, and see what they can do to see if we actually do need to go find somebody else or not. Tigers fall to Washburn. They're preparing this week for Central Oklahoma. We'll have more on the matchup with the Broncos as we move along in the program. We're also going to get to your questions. Appreciate you uh, emailing them in. Again, all you have to do is go to FHSUathletics.com. That's the Fort A. State Athletics website. Look for the Fans tab on top. You'll get a drop-down menu there on the bottom. You'll see Ask the Coach. And if we use your question, you'll be in the running. We'll have a drawing at the end of the month for another $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue. That alone is a great reason to ask Coach that burning question you've always wanted to know about Fort Hay State football because uh, Big Smoke Barbecue, best barbecue around. Uh, they have their own special dry rub, choice of different sauces, maybe like the KC flavor, the Carolina, the Texas, a little hotter. They've got several for you to choose from. And, of course, all the great soda shop uh, items as well, the ice cream, the fountain drinks, because we're in the old soda shop location. Big Smoke Barbecue, the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. Tiger Talk presented today by Adams Brown. Going above and beyond for you, Adams Brown, Strategic Allies, and CPAs. We'll take another break. More to come. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you, online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. You love living and working in Western Kansas, and so does the ever-growing team of specialists at Hayes Med. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. Hayes Med is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award-winning care, Hayes Med is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at hazemed.com. 
going to be a keeper by Dawson. And Jack Dawson takes it in. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. Six-yard run from quarterback Jack Dawson. His fourth rushing touchdown of the year. And after the Ichabods botched the field goal, the Tigers march it down and score. And they show signs of life with 7.20 to go here in the second. Yeah, that was on third, on third and goal for four-day state. Again, uh, after we heard that highlight earlier, the nice catch by Colin Kreitzer to set him up for their first touchdown of the game. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Taco Shop. Dine-in, carry-out, or fast delivery. The Taco Shop, you've never had it so Good. Fort Hayes State falling to Washburn on Saturday. And, uh, and you kind of touched on it. What a great crowd. It was a beautiful evening, and um, we get to the stadium pretty early, but the tailgating was in full force after the, the parade and all the Oktoberfest festivities. Um, unfortunate that the, the game turned out the way it did, but that was that was a great atmosphere. And I've, I've said it, uh, uh, Fort Hayes State had – Second to none when it comes to the game day atmosphere, and and uh, that was certainly evident on Saturday night. It was great to see the stadium full and and into the game. Unfortunately, just <laughs> didn't have a whole lot to cheer about. No, we didn't, and that's you know I I feel bad you know for our fans because you know we were we've been so used to to winning. You know, not when I first got here, right. but you know as my years has gone on of you know, being able to compete and, and win these ball games and even win the close ball games. And uh, that's just something we haven't been able to do. And I'm, I wish we could have put on a show for them. But I hope they still continue to come and support us because, you know, we'll, we'll get this back, you know, and maybe not this year, but I hope, you know, we finish off this year strong. But uh, the, the young guys that we have right now in place, if they keep doing the things that they're doing, you know, they'll, they'll be pretty darn good. But tremendous crowd. The tailgating was awesome. You, all the people that were out there as well. Um just their energy and their excitement, you know, when we were doing things that, the way we were supposed to do them. Uh, but I can't thank our crowd enough and, our, and the fans just for their support and everything they do for us week in and week out. We're at the bottom of the hour. Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Raise your glass, can, or bottle from Kaiser Liquor and salute all the hardworking Fort Hayes State Athletics. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Gerard Walbrock, head football coach Chris Brown, live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. Tiger Talk on this Monday. Certainly appreciate you joining us for the program. If you, you missed part of it, we'll have it on the Defend the Fort podcast, which you can find wherever you get your podcasts or on Hayes Post uh, a little bit later on. So if you missed part of the program, you want to go back and listen, we'll always have it on that as well. We heard the highlight from Jack. Got a rushing touchdown, threw for a TD, 17-25, 234 yards, um, how do you feel he uh, he played in his what well, now fourth start of the year? He started three in a row, didn't start against Carney. Now back in the starting lineup on Saturday. I think he's still just trying to learn, you know, and, and figure out exactly how this offense completely works. You know, he is just a freshman, court, you know, playing corner. Even though he's been here a couple of years already, um, but just game time experience is probably the most important. I think he'll continue to grow and get better, you know, as the years grow on. And uh, but he did he did well. He did some good things. Um, sometimes I feel like we get a little bit. You know, jittery in the pocket and and get out a little bit quick too. You know, fast too sometimes. But uh, sometimes when that pressure gets to you enough times, it it makes you jitter a little bit. So we just got to do a better job of protecting him and and, and letting him have that confidence in his little line that they will protect him every single play. You know, it's not going to happen. You are going to get sacked. You are going to get some pressure and some hurries. 
But just I think that's the main thing right now is this that confidence between him and his offensive lineman right now of, okay, am I going to be protected or not, or do I need to get out and run? But, you know, he has the feet to do those things, and, uh, you know, when he does get out and run, you can see him do good things. Seemed to time, especially early on in that game, there was some – disconnect or something or look like half the line was doing one thing the other half doing the other we haven't really noticed that before no and it's just communication you know uh, amongst the amongst those front five and uh, understanding what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish and uh, again it was just always you know one guy you know on the wrong page or one guy not doing his job to get that pressure on the quarterback and uh you know, it's the things I know Coach Bryant works on every single day. Hey, expect this. Understand the situation. Understand the downs. And, you know, even right now, sometimes I wonder if kids even know what down it is. Is it first down, second down, third down? Because if you know those things, a lot, you, you got a pretty good idea of what's going to happen to you offensively and defensively. So, you know, those are the things we coach every day in practice. We do all those situations in practice. We have sticks out there, everything that you can do to help these kids see it and, and learn it. But, uh Sometimes they just got to take some things out of their own, you know, on their own, and take some true ownership and, and true dedication to, to make this work. It seems like there's been a lot of third and 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 third and medium, third and long, and and when you got a young quarterback, not the most ideal situation. Get a little bit more efficiency on first and second down would obviously help. That would help, and that's something we talked been talking about since week one. You know, we have to be great on first down and. Uh, you know, that's something that we haven't built, been real great on, you know, on either side of the ball sometimes and uh, mostly probably on offense. And then second down, making, you know, a few more yards to get it, you know, third and four, third and three, third and two, third and one. I like those situations. There's a lot of different things you can do, and we're not putting ourselves in a lot of those situations. And sometimes just dumb penalties have really backed us up or, or taking a sack has really backed us up and not getting those opportunities to, to get first downs. Did see some signs, though, you, of, of, of what Jack Dawson can bring. And, and I know it was late and they had some backups in. But, a couple. I mean, you can you can see some of those passes. We heard the highlight to, to, to Colin Kreitzer. I mean, you, you can see glimpses of it and, and you can see what's in there. So it is going to be exciting to see him, whatever amount he plays and starts the rest of the year. And then uh, in, in years forward, um, his development will be fun to track. It was. You know, that fourth and three, I mean, that was a tremendous – tremendous throw you know con did a great job of setting the guy up getting to the corner and jack put the ball exactly where he needed to do so you see those little things here and there that like wow this kid's going to be exciting to watch here in the future and uh you know heathen too i mean he's, he's going to do some great things yeah. i think he's really going to push jack for that spot you know here in the future and uh you know we got to find ways to try to get him you know more involved too i think just because he does run the ball really yeah. well he does have a very good arm and you know, maybe there's some things that we need to start doing with him to see if, you know, who is going to be our guy, but we'll find out. Well, and I guess from a coach, I mean, you like that and you like to have your guy. I mean, you like to, I think, especially for that position. However, you also want some competition. And so that guy just doesn't win it by default and, and there's nothing. And I think you have that. You even got some younger guys in the program uh, with some, some real potential and real promise. Uh, that, that quarterback room is going to be pretty competitive uh, for the next several years, it looks like. I think so. You know, you know, we got Ethan, we got Jack, and uh, you got Sim Rad, and then you got Heavner, who's who's a true a true freshman. I mean, those guys, you know, they all do things well. There's some things that they all do really, really well, and there's some things that they don't do so well. So, and it's with these kids, it's, you know, the kids always like to go work on the things that they're really, really good at, and uh, we got to start finding ways to start working the things that. We don't like to do so much, and once you and you make those your strengths, you no, know, you're, you're a really, really good player. But that room, it's 
it's a room full of guys that are truly, truly smart. I mean, they, they know the game of football. Um, they're all very competitive. Um, they all love the weight room. And, uh, you know, that's kind of hard with quarterbacks. Sometimes you think quarterbacks like the weight room. These guys love to be in the weight room. Um, Ethan, he's one of those kids, you know, lost a little bit of weight. We told him to put it back on. And what did he do? He went and put the weight back on. And he's a different player because of that. So, uh, and they listen and they care and, and they want to win and they compete, you know, every single day in practice. So, uh, we get more guys competing like those guys are competing, we'll be all right. Well, and just by default in football, sometimes, and it's probably unfair, but it seems like the quarterback is a natural leadership position just because. You're calling plays. You're taking the snaps. You touch the ball more than anybody else. I think just the position itself. I guess that's maybe is promising for for the future. Is you've got three of those guys who seem to to thrive in that role, um, and maybe because they're young now, it's hard to do. But that won't be the case in the very near future. So so maybe that's because you've talked about leadership and maybe lack of it uh, the last couple of seasons. Maybe the fact that it's your quarterbacks this time might be a, might be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I think these guys can really step in. I mean, and then I know they're going to do the leadership of the things that aren't vocal, right? And and holding the thing that they have to get better at is the accountability part of it. Not being afraid. You don't have to scream at a guy, no. but you can bring a guy in and talk to him and say, "Hey, what are you doing? You know, the things you're doing right now is not helping our football team." And you know, that's the kind of leadership uh, I need. I'm looking for on this team right now. If guys are going to truly hold a guy accountable to make sure he's doing everything that he's supposed to do to make sure that, that we win ball games. That's whether it's showing up in the summer, whether it's you know missing weights right now through the season, or hey, you didn't get your enough film hours in. How come you didn't come up last night and watch film with us? And we had all the quarterbacks and wide receivers here. You know, calling them out in that situation and saying, why aren't you doing these things to help us out? And uh, you know, but I think. They're going to do the weights. They're going to be. They're going to do everything they're supposed to do. But what are they going to do when the other guys aren't? That's the question. Well, that's a that's a good point. And uh, I know coaches can say it. It's kind of like parents telling. Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes yeah. from their brother or sister or it comes from their teammate, there's just a little bit of different weight to that. It's a little bit harder to let them down. I would yeah, think. it is because you know I can tell my kids. Mine a little bit different. You <laughs> well, know, when it's dad at home, okay, maybe not so much, right? <laughs> but when it's coach on the football field, okay, I better do it this way. So. I kind of get both worlds of right. Okay, at this place, I know they're going to do what I tell them to do. Here, probably not. So I let mom handle all the stuff at home. Not really, but well, we, we kind of do it together. But it is. It, it means more when it comes from your own brother telling you, hey, you're, you've are you got to do this, and, you, and this is the way you need to get it done. Or, you know, why are you here? I mean, because we're in this together. We're here to you know, win ball games and compete and, and do the best that we possibly can. And if you're not doing your part, and I am, you're doing nothing but hurting our team. Well, I'm guessing with your kids, you've probably shown him some of your old game film. I, I'm just guessing maybe it has come up from time to time they've seen that craze man that i got to witness a couple times when fort Hayes state played pittsburgh state so they're probably afraid of you because they've seen the football player chris brown come out so yeah that's why I they just, listen to you. yeah maybe <laughs> i'm not, not quite as fast as strong and as i used to be uh you know when, when i loved it when they were younger you know that was the best thing we had one of those blow up you know things down in the basement <laughs> yeah. and we would get in there and we'd play tackle football forever and just have a blast doing i mean non-stop or had on the trampoline we'd kind of do the same thing and uh and that's kind of where toughness comes into you know i mean i wouldn't beat him but we you know we, we would have some fun we'd rough each other up a little bit and it was it was a good time and 
you know, I, I, I miss those days being able to do that because now they just put the heck out of me. Well, yeah, you're getting older. And, uh, but I'm sure the competitive Chris Brown uh, from his yeah. All-American playing day still comes He's out still from there. time to time. Uh, we're live from Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes at the corner of 8th and Main on this Tiger Talk Monday. Uh, we still have time for you to send in your question. We're going to get to those here in the next segment. A program today brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, City and Pratt, BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. Again, BigSmokeHaze.com. You can send your order in, get it to go, or for carryout, if you can't stop on by, they're open Monday through Saturdays, 11 till 8, lunch and dinner. Of course, all the soda shop treats were in the old soda shop location, but the best barbecue in town. Man, you walk in the door, you can tell it right away. They've got their own special dry rub. Your choice of different sauces, maybe different flavors you like, the KC the Carolina, the Texas. They've got many, many more to choose from here at Big Smoke Barbecue. Right now, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to some of those questions that you've emailed us. We'll do that next here on Tiger Talk along the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Rungart Hauer CPAs help clients find solutions to their tax, accounting, and business problems. Our experienced accountants want to help you too. We have offices in Hayes and Garden City. Our remote capabilities allow us to also serve clients that don't live near our office locations. If you have problems and need solutions, please contact us. Rungart Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318, and at GlassmanCorp.com. Stop looking for a job and start a career with BTI Equipment as an equipment service technician. BTI Equipment is one of the most progressive John Deere dealerships in the country and invests in technology, education, and resources for our employees. With industry-leading wages, uncapped bonus potential, paid training, company-matching 401k plan, and more, there's never been a better time to join the BTI family. BTI. For career opportunities, visit btiequip.com. Samantzik straight drop back. He's going to the end zone, and he's going to overshoot his target. Is it intercepted? It is intercepted by Fort Hayes State. Mason Perez at the two-yard line. He went up and took that one away, and Fort Hayes State with the interception. It's only their fifth of the year. It's only their seventh takeaway of the year, but it stops a Washburn drive, and they'll have it first and ten from their own two-yard line. Well, talk about young men who continue to get better. I think we've touched about it before. I mean, he, he got thrust into duty last year, maybe a little sooner than his body was ready for, but 
you can tell that kid's been in the weight room and just continues to get better. He he had a couple of big-time hits and just seems like every week a little bit better, a little bit better, and he got his first career interception on Saturday. That's a football player right there. He, he really is, and he truly cares. And, uh, you know, he is a workhorse. He continues to work and work and work. And, you know, he's banged up a little bit here and there, but he doesn't care. He's just a tip. He's a, he's a football player who wants to be on the football field and only a sophomore. I mean, you're going to get two more years of him and you can see what he can do. And, you know, he's only going to get better. I'm, I'm glad he's with us because he, he's a heck of a football player. No, and, and you can see pieces out there. You can see parts and you can see, I mean, there's components to, to kind of get things back to where I know you want and the fans want and, and we all want. Um, it's going to take work, but you can see there's pieces and hopefully enough of those that can bring the rest of along yeah there really is you know especially when you see that defensive side of the ball with Miles Minges he's just a sophomore yeah. you know and TJ Bowie is just a you know a freshman and Evan Darvel is just a sophomore and Jackson Trotter's a uh, you know is a sophomore Gavin's horse is a freshman you know so there's a lot of pieces in there that you know once they get it all ramped up they get a little bit older a little bit mature a little bit stronger and bigger there's some good pieces to that puzzle that, that look good and uh, you know we got a lot of freshmen that you're not seeing right now, and you just see them on the sideline that I really think are going to fit in, you know, to some of those spots. So these next few years, we're probably going to be pretty young, but with some guys that got a lot of experience, playing experience, and uh, you know, hopefully they'll help us out. You mentioned Gavin, boy, he was just really coming to his own. You felt, and he gets the injury against Carney. Any update on him? Yeah, well, pretty quick. He'll be back pretty quick. He's already in the pool doing his rehab and cool. and, and doing the doing the range of motion things that he needs to get done. So. Hopefully this week, but if not, definitely for the next week. But it's good to see because, uh, and, and that I know we talked a little bit last week, but using Jeremiah Jackson, Trotter, Gavin, and Menges, you kind of had the, the three defensive ends in there at one time uh, with either Darvel or or Bowie, whoever you know, in there as well for that four man front. That's been effective for you, and you didn't, you weren't able to do that obviously with him out on on Saturday. Yeah, it hurts, you know, when you lose some of those guys just with depth. And then, and, and, you know, next year we got some of these other younger kids. That will help with our depth purposes as well. But, you know, just their speed and their athleticism and their strength is tremendous. And, and that's hard to defend, you know, as an offensive lineman because you don't know exactly where they're going to be, if we're going to twist, if we're going to slant them, or just have a straight-out bull rush. And, uh, you know, those kids were able to do that. But, you know, losing him hurts. And uh, Hopefully we get him back here in the next couple of weeks. I, I'm thinking it will be next week, but but you never know how, yep. how injuries heal. And uh, it all depends on the kid. I know he's already told us he's ready right now. Well, <laughs> we know you're not ready, but those are the kind of kids that you want, kids that it doesn't matter how bad it is. They want to be on the football field, and they want to do whatever they can you know, to help their team out. And we've seen him just from his days at Hayes High. He'll get ready, and uh, he, you're not going not gonna to be from lack of working and getting get himself ready. Let's go ahead and get to some of the questions that were submitted this week. Again, we appreciate everybody who has sent them in to us. Uh, and one kind of deals on what we've talked about, uh, but uh, what has been your strategy in the past when a team has had struggles similar to this, uh, for instance, closing the ranks, reemphasizing fundamentals, and et cetera? It's just basically going back to, to, to the basics again of, okay, we, we just got let's start over day one. All right, here's here's how we block this run player. Here's your here's your steps, the techniques, the fundamentals, everything that goes into it. Here's your job on this play. And it's just really kind of re-breaking everything down for them. And then just trying to stay positive. I know when you get to this point of season where you're sitting here at one and five, it's 
it's truly hard to, to be positive, but you got to find a ways to keep your kids up and keep them excited and, and let them know they, they can make these plays. It's just uh, right now the hump that we're having of is, is panicking when things go bad and, and, and fighting through that adversity. And, uh, I don't know. I'm going to do everything I can to keep going in the right direction. I know our coaching staff is going to do everything they can to keep going in the right direction. But right now it's really on the kids. You know, are you still all in? And uh, hopefully they're all still in all the way and, and ready to make a change because, you know, this losing at some point gets really, really old. Um, when you look at the 17-18 season, a lot of those guys didn't have winning seasons before. I mean, it took us a while to get to that point, but that group just continued to work and continued to work and, and wanted to make the change. Hopefully this group wants to do the same thing. Let's go make a change and, and get rid of these losing ways and, and let's have a five-game winning streak here because it is possible because I know we got some guys that can do it. It's just us doing it. Another question was uh, a stadium construction question, and um – I never really thought of this, but any plan to cover or to add a display to the north sky side of the scoreboard at Lewis Field, the side that faces the parking lot? I know there's been some talk. Um, I'm trying to win the lottery, so <laughs> once we do that, once I do, once I finally win that, the big one, I'm always winning like a dollar or two dollars. <laughs> but when I once when I win the big one, you know, we're going to do a lot of upgrades, you know, to, to our stadium and, and things like that. But I know there's been talk of it. Um, it's more of the administrative side that I don't really have much involvement mm -hmm. in those things, um, but it, it would be pretty cool to kind of cover something, cover it up with a big tiger head or something. But I know uh, with with homecoming, the athletic department is going to try to talk to some of the the boosters and just of interested people about the new locker room facility. Have any any update on, on where that stands? I know obviously they're in the fundraising and and the price of that has just with inflation and and supplies and just uh, the times we live in has kind of elevated from what they first thought. Yeah, still a lot of excitement and still a lot of people giving to it, and I, we are getting very very close to to being able to hopefully break ground here pretty soon i mean not not within the next couple months or something <laughs> right, because you still got to go to the architects and all that stuff i mean we've gone with some some guys are ready to kind of draw some things up and here and there but the, the nitty-gritty details is, is probably the part we've got to work on now because it's exactly what we want and what the cost is going to be but you know there, there's still a lot of excitement about that there's still money coming in for it and i think we're very close to, to being able to have that, that well, facility well that'll be exciting and as we've talked before it's it's more than just uh well i mean it is a want and you look at the miaa and everybody's upgrading and everybody keeps getting better and better and you're competing with those schools for players but it's also a necessity with just the number of kids you have out and and you've you've documented well how the freshmen pretty much dress in the visiting locker room and really aren't feel like they're a part of the team and that will alleviate all those things but um in, in the battle for players i mean and and like it or not our location of hayes is it looked at as a negative by some unless you can get them here and that'd be a big plus to to have one of the nicer and newer locker room and sports medicine facilities in the conference it would be huge for us you know just for those kids to come here and see that you know if we just you know it was when we when i first got here you know we were the only ones really with an indoor except from a west you know and then with the weight room and we were able to get some kids from that and now that you know washburn has their new 21 million dollar facility and northwest has one and pittsburgh state has one and you know, Mo West has theirs, and then you go down to UCO right now, and you wait till you see their uh, oh, yeah. their waterfall they have in the end zone, and they, you know, the the visitor stands have been improved as well, and then the big, you know, facility down in the in the end zone, um, they've really done some upgrades as well, and uh, 
that's really what it comes down to. It's an arms race because kids want very nice facilities, and that's where they're going to go to, whether you win or not, as long as you have some facilities and they have everything that they need in hand and in place to, to be successful, that's what they're going to choose. Now, UCO's got the room. They'll be building an indoor before long, too. They've got space behind that new locker room and training center for them. We're going to take our final break. Speaking of UCO, that's where the Tigers will be on Saturday. We will preview the Broncos after this on Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Vision, value, integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. Combos, specialties, quesadillas, nachos, enchiladas, tacos, kids' meals, burritos, sweets, sancho salads, and side orders. Plenty of stuff for you to take advantage of at the taco shop. You can also pick from this month's specials. The pork quesadilla, $4.19, Sanchez, $3.79, and the chicken soft taco, $1.99. The taco shop, 333 West 8th Street, or order through the app. Come on down to the taco shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Down to the taco shop. You love living and working in western Kansas, and so does the ever-growing team of specialists at Hayes Med. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. Hayes Med is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award-winning care, Hayes Med is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at HayesMed.com. Dawson the throw, he got crushed as he got rid of it. Caught by Ramsey, touchdown for Hayes State. A 25-yard touchdown pass from Dawson to Manny Ramsey. Dawson took a hit, but he got rid of it just in the lick of time. And the Tigers have their second touchdown of the night with 2.16 to go in the third. Yeah, nice play there from Dawson to Ramsey on Saturday. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. That's Hayes Med's Orthopedic Institute. They're the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. Again, we're live at Big Smoke Barbecue, 8th and Main in Hayes. Join us next Monday for the program. Of course, you can order to, to go online, Big Smoke Hayes. Dot com open till 8 o'clock tonight. Central Oklahoma, um, Adam Doral back in the conference. He had great success at Northwest Missouri State. Um, one of the really good guys. He uh, was down at Abilene Christian for a while and uh, got a bit of a slow start, but boy, looks like the Broncos have kind of hit their stride. A big win over Northeastern to keep the President's Cup in, in Edmond. Um, you see a lot of the things that he did at Northwest Missouri State, but uh, looks like he's got his Broncos playing pretty well right now. He does. You know, they beat Northwest as well and Northeastern. Yeah. Don't think that was a big you know, game, maybe? Yeah, and they, they've done some really, really good things. And you could tell early in the season they were 
just still trying to put everything together, and that's kind of how it is, you know, with when your first season with a new group of young men, just, uh, trying to figure things out. But right now, he has those guys rolling. Uh, they're playing hard. They're playing physical. They're being aggressive, and uh, you know, I, each week you see them because you know we kind of follow them a little bit and watch a lot of their film. They've gotten better, and uh, you know, their D line's playing a lot better than it had at the beginning of the year. Secondary is the same way, and then even offensively, you know, they're kind of dual quarterbacks you know at the very beginning but now I think they found their guy with Brown and I mean he's a tremendous athlete and he's better even better on the run so uh hopefully we keep him in the pocket keep him under pressure you know and, and not let him scramble around and make big plays but their backs they run hard the receivers do run do great things that but their defense really gets after it too and gives you a bunch of different looks that can confuse you so you know we just got to figure out what we think they're going to do to us and uh, try to capitalize you know on some things and win you mentioned Brown he's probably the closest that you're going to face to T.J. Davis in similar styles. Obviously, Davis is cream of the crop being a, a, a finalist for the Harlan Hill, but Brown's probably the, the closest to that. Yeah, he is. He runs well and he moves well, and they do a lot of good things with him as well. So uh, you know, I'm sure they're going to try to find something that, you know, some sort of run game with him, you know, against us. And I know he's got to find a way to stop that, but he is a tremendous football player. Well, it'll be an interesting game, certainly an afternoon game. Haven't had a, a, a lot of those uh, this year, so uh, that'll be um, that'll be certainly uh, a challenge. But hopefully, your guys are ready to go and uh, can find a way to get back in the win column. I hope so, Gerard. But uh, you know, it's we're used to practicing in the afternoon, so maybe this will be the change, turn of the tide right here, and we can get things going. All right, sounds good, Coach. Appreciate it. No, it's not always easy after a, a, a tough loss, but uh, appreciate you coming by and. Good luck in practice this week, and we're going to see you down at Edmond on Saturday. Yes, sir. Thanks, Gerard. That's head coach Chris Brown. Again, it's a 2 o'clock kick. We'll be on the air at 1 with the Auto World pregame show this Saturday on Tiger Radio Mix 103. We've got Fort A. State volleyball for you tomorrow night. Tigers hosting Washburn at Gross Memorial Coliseum. We'll have it right here on KAYS 545 with our pregame coverage. First serve set for 6 o'clock from GMC, the Tigers and the Ichabods. Hope you can join us for that. And again, back here next Monday with Tiger Talk, which is presented by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and our host side, Big Smoke Barbecue.